Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Hey, Danny, you there? I'm with you, Pastor Harry. Yeah, I, uh, the other day I accidentally stepped on the cord to my headset and it got kind of wrecked. That's what the problem is. I got to get a new headset. Oh, okay. That'll just cost you about $75, then. <laughs> well, everything costs money. That's the sad part. Something breaks down, you got to fix it. Yeah, but this was avoidable. Kind of. Sort of, maybe. That's a problem. It's not the plug isn't going completely in, so maybe it will, maybe it won't. But anyway, I was just saying before, a lot of people, not a lot of people become landlords. 
to make just in it for money. So they they put as the cheapest material possible in a place, the cheapest appliances to make the most money. They don't even like doing repairs. But once in a while, I mean, if there was a landlord that truly followed Jesus, the Son of God, I mean, a person just has a property, uh-huh. they would they would fix it up as though it was for them or their own mother, and then it would be a nice experience. Yeah. I mean, if I was a landlord, if I was renting a property, a house to somebody, I would for apartment, I would make put the the best of everything in it. If you had and the I, money. Yeah, and I would find people that are responsible that would take care of the you know the the property appreciate it i mean the best of everything yeah and i would charge them what everyone else does but i would do that for them that's just me but uh, anyway back to what we're back to the show here we are a little tangent i'm getting getting off on tangents like you do now danny <laughs> next i'll I just, be talking uh, loose tra- <laughs> my mind's always yeah. been like it it wanders yeah it's okay but anyway, my father's we, the same way. Yeah, I know. It's okay, Danny. You, you be yourself. I always tell people: every person on this pl- planet Earth, we are individual, original copies. Don't try to be anyone else. Just be yourself. Be yourself. Right. If people like you and accept you. Good. If they don't like you, good. Move on. Be yourself. Yep. There's no. There's no other Danny. <laughs> There's no other two. There's no two Denny's in the world, that's for sure. So just be yourself. But anyway, as I always say, it's the only radio broadcast, podcast, sermon, anything on this planet, preaching the truth of the gospel and the Bible from Genesis to Revelation and back again. No one. And that truth is that the Trinity is fake, false, and a lie. There's no three gods in one. That's three gods. The truth is there is one God. The God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who begot, means brought into existence. That's what the word means, Danny. Who created, brought into existence, begot a son before the foundation of the earth, and one day sent him to be the Savior of the world, Jesus, Yeshua. And that's what the Bible teaches. That's the most famous verse in all of Christianity, John 3.16. Yeah, and they can't even get it right. Yeah, for God so loved the world. They say the greatest love that he gave his only begotten son, the greatest sacrifice, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life, the greatest promise. But the problem with it is everything. Because <laughs> to believe in Jesus, it doesn't mean to accept the fact that he existed or, or rose from the dead or, or you believe in UFOs. You believe in Santa Claus. You believe in Jesus, you don't mean it like accepting a fact. It means to believe in Jesus, biblically, means to trust in Jesus. And if you trust in a person, you follow, the, you believe their words, Danny. That's true. Yeah, that's the first part. So if you believe in Jesus, you trust in Jesus. If you trust in him, you, you believe his words. Just like if I say... Uh, there's going to be uh, mass food shortages, gas shortages. All these problems are going to hit America, uh, cyber attacks. Stock up on as much non-perishable food, bottled water, and t- toilet paper as you possibly can. Now, for a month. Now, if people 
believe, trust, believe in what I'm saying. They're going to trust in what I'm saying. They're going to act on what I'm saying. If they don't mm-hmm. believe in me, they're going to do whatever they want. But the other part, that's Hebrew. To believe in someone and when Jesus spoke the words means to follow them because you trust them. But the other part, the problem is, I mean, you can hear Franklin Graham every Christmas, every Christmas like clockwork, like a clock strikes 12, and there's Franklin Graham on Fox News saying, you know, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. This God sent his son to die for us. And then he'll pretend the next five seconds, he'll flip it. But Jesus is God, God the Son, one-third of a trinity. No, there is no trinity. According to the Bible, it's fake and it's a lie. A lot of these preachers say just leave out the word for God and replace it with another word, precious, glorious, Yeah, because they don't. Right. Precious, glorious, special. Now, you know what the word begotten means, Danny, in Hebrew? Uh, I believe it was created. Created, brought into existence. You're reading through the Bible. And Adam begat, or it says like, and... um, um, and Enoch begat a son. Well, he had sex of his wife and begat a son, created a son, gave birth to a son. God right. begat a son. He gave birth to a son, but he didn't need a, a, a mother, God, to have sex with to give birth. God begot means brought into existence. He created Jesus from himself. It's sort of like a clone, but not a copy of God. He cloned the son from himself, and that's who Jesus is. And it says that in Psalm 2, in the Hebrew Bible, Psalm 2. God God is announcing. He's saying, this is my son. Today I have begotten him. Ask of me, O son, my son, and I will give you the nations as an inheritance. That's more proof, because what does every father in the old days give his son? An inheritance. Exactly. And he's saying, ask of me, O son, and I will give you the nations as your inheritance to rule the world one day in the millennium. Pastor Harry, why do you think Satan offered Jesus the exact same thing if he would just follow him instead of his father? Because when when Satan dragged Jesus up to the top of the mountains, he said, I'll give this all to you if you just follow me. So he got the same offer from the devil. And that's a good question, Danny. I don't have an answer. I don't know. Let's call some pastors, see if they have an answer. How am I going to answer that question? <laughs> that's it. No, I never thought of that question. before. Okay, well, let's, I'll tell you why. Because Satan was tempting Jesus when he was in a very weakened state after fasting for 40 days and nights, okay? So one, uh-huh. Jesus was in a physically weakened state physical state two satan was was offering jesus the things of this world that jesus could see thinking maybe he'll take the things he can see rather than the kingdom of god which he which he saw in his mind's eye which he remembered he came from that's why hoping that he would like if the devil offered me i'll give you all the things of the world all the wealth of this world if you worship me because, see, because, see, then he's offering me all the things I can see versus 
the things of God that you can't see. You can feel the Holy Spirit. You can have the peace of God. But see, he was preying on Jesus. Um, you see, giving him what he could see versus what, by faith, what he knew. That's why. Uh-huh. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Like the devil could offer me five, ten billion. He could offer me twenty billion dollars right now, and, and of what? And I know what it would be real. What I could buy with that within this world versus what God gives me, you know, spiritually, His kingdom, hoping I would take His deal. There was a famous blues but does singer. It make, hold on, hold on. Let's back up a minute, Danny. Let's reverse a minute. Stay, uh-huh. stay on the topic a second. What do you think I of am. the answer I said? Does I like it. Sense it. To you? Make yeah, sense to Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So far, I didn't, I didn't take the devil's offer of about twenty billion. I said, Yeah, I don't it's not want worth it. it. Ain't worth there it. Was a famous, God, there was a famous God. blues singer who wanted to play the blues better. He was a bad guitar player, and he what wanted to be name? perfect. You know his name? What I was can't his name? remember. And he went to the crossroads, and the Wait, the devil gave him. I can't, I can't remember. remember his name. You should go. Somebody should. Somebody should Google and call the show. Yeah, and it's the song he wrote was Crossroads. Right. Go. Go. Yeah. The story, Danny. Anyway, right. he, he took a deal. He took a deal from the devil to be the greatest guitar player ever. But as, as the story goes, he he died and the devil took him. Yeah, he wasn't the greatest guitar player either. But he is the father of modern day uh, rock music. Right. Yeah, because his blues rock influence influenced the Rolling Stones and the Beatles and Elvis. I cannot remember his name. Misty showed me his name. I can't once. By, by the way, Misty, my peerless co-host, is on vacation, and we hope she comes back soon. And Yeah. But anyway, I can't remember his name. I, if I Google it, I'll lose the show, but you could Google it. No, I got my children are in the living room. I can't go go right now. Uh, oh well, it's the it's the blues singer. That, yeah, the crossroads. Yeah, he came to the crossroads. He gave soul to soul to the devil. He became the Satan. Didn't make him the greatest. He made him he made him a much better guitar player. And then yeah. uh, he uh, he's the father of all modern rock, rap, and every music today that's leading helping to lead people astray. But Satan didn't let him enjoy his, uh, didn't make him the greatest and famous as he wanted because he killed, let him die. And that's yeah. exactly what G, what the devil said himself in the Rolling Stone song, Sympathy for the Devil. Because that song is a very unique song. It's either just a song or it's Satan, Lucifer himself singing his song to the world. And um, Mick Jagger even said about that song, then he said, he was he was just one day, the lyrics came right into his head, and then he wrote them down, and then they found the music for him. See that? And uh, right in that song, listen to the words. He says, I lay tracks for troubadours on their way to Bombay. Pleased to meet you. Can you guess my name? What confuses you is the nature of my game. Now, I lay tracks for troubadours on their way to Bombay. What's a troubadour? Um, a I'm guessing a soldier. It's a musician. Oh, a musician, okay. And what's Bombay? It's another word for hell. 
Now look at it. I lay tracks for musicians. I give them recording deals on their way to hell. And that's just what he gave this guy uh, on his way to hell. He gave him, uh, he made him the a most fa- the the greatest guitar player. It's funny, see, the guy asked the devil, make me the greatest guitar player in the world, and I'll give you my soul. And the devil gave it to him. But he, what yeah. he didn't tell he didn't read the fine print. You will only be the greatest guitar player for two years, and then you're going to die. Yeah, that was I sad. Think, I think his name was Robert Johnson, Denny. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Robert Johnson. Maybe the Holy Spirit brought that to my mind. I don't know how. All the alcohol I drank, but. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. kidding. Uh, But, yeah, I think his name was Robert Johnson, but he wrote Crossword Roads. Yeah. And he he was. They said he was amazing. He went from barely being able to play to suddenly he was really great. And he played this blues rock. And he was the influence for the Beatles, Elvis, and the Rolling Stones. And that that lit the fuse. Because music today is a satanic, the inf- music is one of the most satanic influences in the world today on people. And yeah. Satan has so many bands out there, and so many rappers, and so many singers, and so many musicians that uh, there's something for everybody. And you know, speaking of that, you know who just went really to the dark side, really dark songs? I have no idea. I don't listen to a lot of modern music. I got a very good friend that she sends me a lot of songs and stuff. Anyway, Taylor Swift has really gone to the dark side. Yeah, really dark songs. And she sings one song. It's called Look What You Made Me Do. Listen to what she sang. Look what you made me do. And she killed somebody in it. But... See how fake that is? That's a sociopath. Look what you made me do. You made me kill somebody. It's your fault, Danny. Yeah. No, no, Taylor. It's not. Nobody made you do anything. You chose to do something. You could be tempted and pushed and pressured to do something, but ultimately you chose to do it because you wanted to. If you don't want to kill somebody, she's arguing about a gun. If you don't want to shoot somebody, guess what? You're not going to shoot them. No matter what they do, you're not going to shoot them, are you? Nope. And if you have to, maybe you'll shoot them in the leg or the shoulder, but you're not going to kill them. Yeah, exactly. But that's your song. But, yeah, she's really really going on to the dark side. Yeah. And that other song about, well, she's promoting a lot of bad stuff, but she's promoting uh, that that satanic thing about uh, the devil made me do it. And then even look look at the Will Smith deal, uh, the, that uh, comedian. What's his name? Uh, Chris Rock. He That's makes right, a joke yeah. about Jada Pinkett's hair. Her hair is extremely short. Now, he thought it was for the GI Jane. I mean, GI Jane two movie where uh, Demi Moore played. It was the first movie, GI Jane, the first woman to become a Navy SEAL. Remember, that's a good movie. And then right. to prove a point, she was proven that a woman could compete with be a seal like a man. They let her have her hair not super short. They let her have her hair a little bit longer than than they do uh, Navy SEALs. But she uh-huh. took a razor and she shaved her head to prove, and that's someone for a woman. It's very tough for a woman to shave their hair off. And she yeah, showed 
she was showing those Navy SEALs, say, hey, I'm as bad as you, I'm as tough as you, and I can shave my head like you. Because personally, I mean, some people like their like uh, their wearing the, their head shaved. I mean, Van, what's his name? Diesel, uh, Van Diesel. Van Diesel. That, yeah, that Hollywood Diesel, star. Yeah. yeah, The Rock. They all shaved their head. Uh, they they like the look. It's a tough, it's a bad look yeah, the, for a lot of guys. The, the boy, my boy's mother said that. Uh, if she ever left me for anyone, it was going to be Van Diesel. <laughs> I know his name quite well. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Well, uh, yeah, wow. But anyway, but I mean, some guys look good like that. Personally, I wouldn't. I think I would look like uh, an alien egg. You know, I just wouldn't look right. I, I don't like it. But she was showing a point. I mean, most women wouldn't. There have been some women, though, that do shave their head and donate the money to uh, for cancer patients to lose their hair so they can make wigs. It's very commendable. But uh, the point was uh, he made a joke. He didn't know that uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's wife, suffered from that alopecia where all her hair fell out. And then Will Smith just goes off the deep end, runs up and smacks him, hits him in the face. Plus, it was like, I mean, I'll tell you, I would not want a guy to slap me in the face. You're going to hit me. Hit me with a fist. <laughs> That's very yeah. insulting. Somebody slapped but He did hit him hard, though. It wasn't some little. He did hit him hard. But um, hey, At least he didn't call the cops on him. No, he didn't. And they're trying, they're trying to, they said they were trying to, they may prosecute him. But if Chris Rock doesn't cooperate, they ain't going to have nothing. You can't really prosecute a guy when the person says, I forgive him. I don't want him prosecuted. Leave him. But still, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, and then Denzel Washington, a very famous black uh, actor, the black dude. He's great. I mean, he's in the, ever see that movie Training Day? I probably have, but I can't remember it off the top no. of my head. He plays a villain. He plays a very corrupt, murderous cop. But he's really good in that. I mean, he's really good. That guy's a great actor, Danny. He's been in a lot of movies. But um, Denzel Washington said to him, he said to Will Smith, to calm him down, he said, he said, hey, brother, he said, the devil, when we're at our, he meant when our, at our lowest point, the devil will come to you. He said his highest point, but he meant when we're at our lowest point in life, the devil will come to us. And they'll say, you know, hit this guy, kill yourself, kill them, whatever. People, it's when some people go on mass shooting massacres or blow themselves up and things. Yeah, yeah he, always, he does attack when we're at our lowest. Well, that's back to what he said to Jesus. Here, Jesus just got done starving for forty days, and he's very weak and he, and uh, physically, and then. Um, he says, worship me, and I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world, everything Jesus could see. But by faith and knowing who he was, Jesus said, he said, no, thou shalt worship the Lord your God, and only him shall you worship. You see, and again, that disproves the fake Roman trinity right there. Jesus didn't say, no, worship me, for I am God, and worship no other. He said, no, worship God. And, you know, exactly. and no other. Yeah, he said, "Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and have no and no other." His father. See, and that's what he did. Yeah. So, but that's answer your question. Yeah, but uh, 
Yep, let's see that. Satan, uh, there are so many, there's an explosion of bands today. Bands, singers, everything. And everyone is as satanic as the next. It's just different right. flavors. It's like Satan wants to poison people with ice cream, right? He gets a uh-huh. new chemical he puts in. He gets a, he bribes, he gets someone to bribe the FDA like they did with NutraSweet and Aspartame. So they get a new switch, something new that's even more destructive. More causes more allergies, more allergic neurological problems, cancer. And he puts it in all the ice cream. But he's not just going to have chocolate or vanilla. He's going to make a thousand flavors. He's got a flavor for everybody. That's what he has with music today. He's got a flavor for everybody. You like rap? He's got 100 satanic rap rappers. You like heavy metal? thousand satanic heavy metal singers. Whatever you want, he's got. But you notice in the old days of music, Danny, like Beethoven and Bach and all that stuff, classical music, there was no words. There was no lyrics. It's only when he started with Crossroads and then a few more blues singers and then Elvis and then the Rolling Sea lyrics, it became the lyrics with music. Because lyrics are words, and words lead people astray or try to. And then he used repetitive beats, because I was a drummer. I played the drums in fifth and sixth grade in the school orchestra and band. And my parents, one of a few good things they said to me in life, they said, if you play the drums in the school and orchestra and band for two years, then they'll get me a rock drum set. And I did, and I got a rock drum set. I wasn't good at it. I was good with sticks. I always was did martial arts fighting. I was real good fighting with sticks. But when it came to playing the drums, uh-uh. I mean, I could play along with a song like the Rolling Stones, right? Right. Because I didn't know. But when you're a drummer and there's no Rolling Stones playing and you have to do it yourself, it was much harder. But the point is, I learned one thing about rock music. The repetitive drum the repetitiveness of the drums and the way in the riffs and the way it's set up, it drills those lyrics deep in your subconscious mind. It, re- it really does. Yeah, it does. What you do you think fun? about Christian rock? <laughs> what? what <laughs> you mean fake Trinity rock? Yeah, Trinity rock. Yeah, exactly. It's another way. It's another thing of the devil. Hey, if you're in the fake Trinity, if you're in the fake Christianity, he's got a thousand Christian rock bands for you. It's something for everybody. You like slow music? You like uh, romantic? You got songs for there? You got anything you want? He's got. You like rap? Uh, you got all, they got all these Asian bands now, boy bands. They got Native American rap bands singing the most savage, violent music I've ever heard. Native American. Next will be Eskimo rappers singing about killing the uh, killing this and that. Yeah. One day I'd like to find some 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 band that would take our song Hell's Bells and put that to uh, music. I'd like to hear Tell Me Lies by by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that'd be a good song to play in church. It'd be a good song to play here, but uh, it's hard to load them. They got all these restrictions, you know. Yeah. But that's a good song, yeah. But that's it, yeah. But he's, yes, you know, Satan, 
He used to be Lucifer, one of the three archangels of heaven. And guess what his job was? It tells us in Ezekiel 28. What's that? He was the angel of music. He wrote the music for heaven, and, and he led the musical choirs. So the angel of music gets kicked out of heaven, and then six or eight or ten or 30,000 years later, Crossroads. Robert Johnson. Did it, does he sing in that song? Yeah, he does, don't he? Uh, I can't remember. It's got lyrics. I think it does have lyrics. But I know yeah. Elvis came along. He was a gospel singer, and he switched, and he started singing his love song, Shaking His Pelvis. They used to just <laughs> film him from the waist up. <laughs> I think they used to call him Elvis the Pelvis. Yeah, they did. And then there was a bunch around him and Buddy Holly and them, and suddenly there came the British invasion, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, the Kinks, the Who, and then now look at today. I mean, rap is everywhere. I mean, some of these female Mexican rappers, they are so violent and vicious because they've been hurt. I mean, they were hurt by men, lied to by men, cheated on by men. Lied to by this world, lied to by every politician that opens his mouth, and they're angry. They don't know the truth of God, but they know what they've been told in the world is a lie, and there they go. Yeah. But anyway, Danny, I don't know how we got here, but we're going to take a quick break, come back and talk about what's happening in the world. But speaking of music, here's a perfect example of how the devil uses lyrics. And drives them through your into your subconscious with uh, the drums and the bass guitar. And uh, do you ever find yourself just singing a song out of nowhere? Yeah, sometimes I catch myself singing songs that I know are not Christian because of the beat. Well, the devil put them and drove them into your head. Here you go. We'll be right back.
Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here in Block Talk. Satan'sRapture.com.org, a band's site. I'm here with my original co-host and sidekick, Danny. Hey, Danny. How are you, Pastor Harry? Okay, so what's your think of that song? He's singing about, he, he's making music for the devil. He doesn't have to beg or borrow. He's running with the devil. He's make, getting paid a lot of money. Uh, that That's Van Halen. Who's that guy, the singer? What was his name? Uh, David Lee Roth. There you go, yep. Yep. Running with the devil. And soon it'll be an old man that can barely walk with a cane, and they'll be they'll be limping with the devil, <laughs> and then he'll be dead with the devil. And what did Jesus say? What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose your soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Everything. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? It's total loss. Nothing. He's gained, he lost everything. Yep. We don't, people don't think of a soul as something valuable, but oh, it's valuable. You know what? You know what your soul. Well, go ahead, Danny. Go on. There's a song by Imagine Dragons. It's, it, it says that uh, this is his kingdom come, and uh, he sings about uh, he has demons inside, and this is his kingdom come. So he's already got his his reward on this life. Yeah, it sounds like he already made a deal with the devil. Yep. A lot of people, a lot of people are, are giving their soul to the devil. They're taking part in their own Luciferic initiation voluntarily, but before, before it's even going to be forced on the world. You know, initiate or die. That's what the mark of the beast is. It's part of a Luciferic initiation. You have to denounce everything Christian and invoke the Satan into your soul as, as your spiritual as your spiritual guide. And if you don't, well, you'll be locked out of a world economic system. It'll be digital money. It's coming very soon. It may even be here before the Antichrist comes. You'll be locked out. You won't be able to buy or sell anything. And then they will hunt you down, drag you to prison, torture and abuse you for 10 days in the most horrific way possible, and then off with your head. You think the Vera chip is the mark of the beast? It's the digital no. money. No, it's a digital scannable tattoo. It's something they could, they they already perfected with cows. It's a digital scannable tattoo. It's and it can go in your right hand and your forehead in three seconds, and it's scannable, just like in a super bar, just like they scan a supermarket a barcode on bread. They got some kind of square in the in the corner of your TVs that if you scan it with your cell phone, it gives you all kinds of information about the products you're looking at. Yeah, well, it's all it's all becoming part of this. They got now they're hooking people up to diabetic to their phone. It's all preparing the world for the digital scannable tattoo. But they had a problem with the digital scannable tattoo, Danny. It didn't work What's right. That? It didn't work right because. People weren't magnetized. So then they came out with a vaccine that would put a nanoparticles in you that are made out of graphene oxide that actually would magnetize you. And they had right. about uh, a half a billion of these vaccines or so ready in 2017. The vaccine itself with a nanoparticle. They just needed a virus to load it with and then bam china releases 
COVID-19, whatever it was, and now everyone's getting three, four vaccines. They're becoming magnetized. They want to do, that's why they want to vaccinate the world. They want the whole world magnetized so the digital scannable tattoo works. Right. Yeah. I haven't heard stories of people that got a vaccine and they put a little magnet to their arm and it sticks on their arm. But we're not supposed yeah, to talk I've heard about that. Too. This. We're not supposed to talk about this. Yeah, I don't believe it's the mark of the beast in itself, though. No, no. The mark of the beast is a digital scannable tattoo. And it's either the symbol of the Antichrist, the number of his name, 666, or his name, which will use the Buddhic name of the coming fifth Buddha. So it's one of those. It's a digital scannable tattoo. You take a Luciferic initiation, you invoke the devil into your soul, and then three seconds, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's on your right hand. And John was very clear. He, and I saw them put a mark. He said, on your right hand and on your forehead. See, a yeah. digital scan. And then you can buy and sell. See, then they give you whatever money you have. Let's, let's say you got 100 grand in the bank and a house. Well, you got too much. So your money's going to be redistributed. So you're down to about 30000 Probably have to sell your home or let 20 people live in it. And then you'll have your 30000 in your digital account. But if you don't take part in this, you're locked out. You'll have nothing. And then they will hunt you down. And they'll take your head. And they'll take your organs. And they'll take everything. And they'll sell your head on eBay. Shrunken head. Because... In the occult world, they believe the shrunken head of your enemy has gives you power to your spells. That's true. God said in Isaiah, he said the mystery Babylon, the people are going to follow the satanic religion. Go ahead, try your spells and your magic and your incantation, for nothing will save you from the judgment to come. And to show how real God's words are, right now as I'm running, as we're talking, polar shift is happening. The magnetic poles of the earth are shifting. It started 40 years ago. It started right around when Israel was reborn. As an, it actually took Jerusalem back. And now the magnetic poles, it's accelerating. So the magnetic poles of the earth are shifting north and south. When they totally shift one th- into the Great Tribulation after the 1,260 day holocaust against christianity three and a half years the poles eventually are going to ultimately totally shift and the magnetic poles will shift and then the earth will flip on its axis and the north pole becomes the south pole and every earthquake and every volcano on this planet will blow you'll have 10.0s across around the world and every structure man built from the giant trump towers to a one-bedroom hut will come tumbling down. No shelter at all. And when the heat scorches people from the ozone ripped apart, where are they going to go? The trees are burning up. They'll have to go try to find it, run in caves or try to cover themselves with something and burn up. Yeah. Pretty, people pretty. will be begging to die, begging yeah. God, begging everybody to die. But the death won't come. They won't die. 
No, they won't die. <clears throat> mm -mm. They won't die. They'll be play, praying to die, begging to die. They won't die. I don't know. Maybe some will be able to commit suicide. But still, they're not going to escape their judgment, their fate. Right? Yeah. Still not there's, a song, there's a song on the radio that uh, it's called Bang. I think it's called Bang. Anyways, it's a suicide song. and talks about Bang getting it over with, and he's had a good run. And and I didn't know what it was about. And my my 20-year-old son told me what it was all about. And it, it, the way it sings, if you listen to the lyrics, it's all about committing suicide. Sure, and who's, who's behind those lyrics? Who gave the guy those lyrics? Satan. Who inspired them? Yeah, Satan, the devil. Hey, I remember years ago, Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy came out with a song, Suicide Solution. And some kid had the headphones on, listening to the song over and over and over until he put his father's gun in his mouth and pulled the trigger. And they sued wow. him in court. And the jury actually found him not guilty. How can you find him not guilty? He's singing about killing yourself. The kid's influenced by it. He's depressed, and he followed Ozzy's advice. He should have lost. Ozzy should have lost that lawsuit. He should have been guilty for ten million dollars. He contributed to that poor teenager's murder. Yeah, that's true. But a jury—it's art. It's music. It's art. Well, that's what they tried to tell a, a jury. That's like, well, that's just like you kill someone and chop them up in fifty pieces. Uh, it's not murder, it's art. I made artwork out of the person. <laughs> it's art. Yeah, that's the sick thing. They probably do say that. Yeah. I heard one, saw one Facebook post that said, uh, it said, stupid people so intrigued me, I think I'm going to take one apart to see how they work. Wow. Yeah, tell that to a judge. I just went to took them apart. I want to see how they work. I don't, what's up with such a big, what are you making such a big deal about it for? That's <laughs> what sociopaths think. Psychopaths. What's well, such a big deal? Just took them apart. You can put them back together. Well, it's not my fault you can't put them back. Judge will say, no, we can't put them back together. So a sociopath will say, well, it's not my fault you can't put them back together. It's your fault. You don't. I thought, can't blame me for that one. Yeah. That's how, some people are that twisted. A lot of them are making these movies today and singing these songs. Bang, yeah. See, music has become very evil. It's a shame because, I mean, there are some songs. Okay, there's a song about a guy singing he can't make a wife out of a prostitute. Well, a lot of, there's truth to that. Uh, another person singing a song about how it's hard to trust people. Uh, someone else is singing a song without loyalty, there's nothing. These are songs based on the truth. Yeah, it's the truth, but it's not the truth. It's a truth. Right. Well, I mean... Taylor Swift, the look what you made me do. No, Taylor, nobody can make you do anything. You chose to do it. What do you say to the people that say the devil made me do it? That was a big famous thing in the set. Just a lie. It's a cop out. The devil saying, I didn't make you do nothing. I may have tempted you, but you chose to do it. And that's why that movie, The Devil's Advocate, with Al Pacino and uh, Keanu Reeves and... Uh, Charlie Smith, they're on. That is, that is the greatest movie I've ever seen in explaining free will. I mean, it's the best explanation of free will I'd say I've ever seen. That's a better way to word it. The uh -huh. best explanation of free will. 
Because free will is so powerful, even the devil himself respects it. Yeah? God gave right. us the free will. He made us in his image and likeness. God has a free will, doesn't he? He could choose Did good or evil. Did have a free will? Or, sure or they were they... Yeah. I'm just curious. Well, they had a free will. They, they were innocent. Choose. They were innocent. No. So... Who said they're innocent? But before they... You know, took the fruit or whatever it was. Uh, they were they the were word. innocent. They didn't have no, knowledge. I wouldn't use evil. the word. I wouldn't. They weren't. I wouldn't use the word innocent. No, they didn't have the knowledge of self. And with self uh-huh. came the knowledge of evil and of sex and rebellion. But it came to not well. They had well, but they had a free will. And God said, "You can eat of any tree, but don't eat of the forbidden tree." The tree of knowledge, because when you do, that day you will die. It's knowledge of self, self-consciousness, which makes you selfish. And they uh-huh. ate it. Eve ate it, and suddenly her sexuality turned on, and I believe the devil impregnated her. Say, and then she gave the, the fruit to Adam to eat. I don't know if it was an apple, a pomegranate, something. And then he got his self-consciousness is awakened. He's sexually active. He, he had sex with Eve, and I believe twinning happened, where Eve had twins in her womb, one from one father and one from another. Firstborn was Cain, the, with Satan himself as as his father. The secondborn was Abel, and that was the son of Adam. Uh-huh. But, yeah, but see, they weren't innocent. They just, um, I was better word than innocent, I guess. They were... Um, they weren't self-conscious. They were just conscious of God. And that's why, what was the thing? When God came in the garden and said, Adam, Eve, where are you? What did they do? They covered themselves with, uh, with fig leaves, they, you know, their private parts, because they knew they were naked, and they knew they did wrong. See, they were self-conscious. Before they were naked, they didn't know it. If well, they we, took when away, we make it to heaven, when we make it to heaven, are we like Adam and Eve before they ate the fruit? Good question. No, no, we're different because we already ate. Every one of us has been in that fruit, Danny, and we've been redeemed. So, no, we're different. Okay, it makes sense. There's not the only person that walked this earth, the Bible says, that never ate of that apple is was Jesus. We've all been in that fruit, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. We all took a plate of sin, Danny. Yeah. None have not been in the apple. Little three-year-old child, give them time. Three years old, five years old, eight years old, ten, twelve. Bam, they're going to bite that apple. Yep. But, yeah, we've all taken a bite. Some people just eating a whole barrel of them. <laughs> they eating <laughs> an orchard of them. <laughs> they devoured More tree than their after tree. I mean, look at Putin. But talking about Putin, let's look at prophecy in the news and stuff a minute. He is decimating the Ukraine. And um, now they, 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 the Pentagon thought he was withdrawing from this, the big the capital of Kiev. He's not. He's just regrouping. But Putin is like a – he's a psycho – Putin is a pure sociopath. He has no conscience. He can blow up schools. Women, children, orphanages, hospitals, 
cares about nothing. And see, the problem is the Russian soldiers, I would say three-quarters of the Russian soldiers are as brutal and godless as him. No, not as bad as him, but they're pretty ruthless soldiers, and probably a lot of them don't like what they're doing, but they don't got, they really don't have a choice. Right. But then again, then again, in defense of the Russian soldiers, I will say here, 20 soldiers are out there with a tank doing recon, right? Small little group. Uh-huh. And they're being fired upon from an apartment building. Right. They don't, so they're going to blow the bu- They're going to fire back and blow the building up. They don't yeah, really they're just it do- destroy it. Right. It doesn't matter if you're being fired upon by uh, Ukrainian soldiers, Ukrainian civilians, a little old lady with an AK. They're fired on. They're going to fire back. And that's what's really they're doing. And a lot just, well, you're in the Russian army. What are you going to do? Not follow orders? They'll shoot yeah. you in the head. Putin said the only reason he's firing on civilian buildings is because they have a citizen army. Well, they do. And um, the sad thing about it, this conflict could end today. All Ukraine has to say is, okay, we'll be neutral. We're not going to put join NATO or put missiles in NATO. And Putin would probably say, okay. But right now what he's going to do, Putin wants to take the eastern half of the Ukraine that borders Russia to push the borders of Russia like about 600 miles further and put his missiles right on the border of Europe so his nuclear missiles can hit Europe in six minutes. And if he could take the whole Ukraine, he will. But um, right now Putin's smart. He's a guy fighting a fist fight because he's a really good uh, bare knuckles fighter. And it, now if Putin picks up a knife, then the other guy could pick up a knife and change things. Meaning if Putin would use chemical weapons or biological weapons, I don't believe he will if he don't have to because he's winning with no bare knuckles. Right. That's what we're seeing now. One million migrants haven't entered U.S. since October 1st. Since October 1st, Danny, one million migrants have entered the U.S., and now 100,000 Ukrainians are coming here. I go up here, I go up here in a Walmart on Saturday or Sunday. Right. There's more people speaking Spanish than there are English. So I'm trying to learn some Spanish just so you can talk to these people. I, say I can K-Pasa. talk a little bit about it because I had some Spanish friends growing up. Yeah, well, K Pasa, what's happening? Como está, right. your name? Yeah. Uh, there's some words you don't want to say, but. Uh, <laughs> I learned how to say cerveza real quick. What's that mean? Beer. Where's the beer? Figures you'd find <laughs> that one day. What's water in Spanish? Agua. Agua, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Agua, yeah. I don't know, but it's good to know some Spanish. Yeah, but there's so many people. I mean, a lot of them are getting jobs, but they just they look. To them, Walmart must be an amazing place. They never saw anything with yeah. all that food and stuff. Where they come from? Look at that. One million illegals have come into America since October first, and the the borders are still wide open. That's what Biden wants. Biden said, quote, he wants to change the DNA structure of America from too much white to more black and brown races. He said it. 
And yeah. uh, he also, Biden has also said last week, he said, we are using COVID-19 to uh, cause the great reset uh, of the world economy. Well, you know, he actually how- said we're, no, he said we're using COVID-19 to create a new world order. That's what he said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, what that was was a slip of the tongue. Well, later on, if somebody asks him if he, if he said it, he'll say no. Yeah, just like he said. He, uh, even the, he, yeah, he went over to Poland. He's given this big, bold speech saying, Putin must be removed. He cannot remain in power. Putin's got to go. And then they struggle, and they're all trying to say that's not what he meant. Walk it back. It's, that's exactly he said what he meant, and he meant what he said. And uh, yeah. the irony of this is, Putin is fighting a war against the Illuminati and the forces that control NATO in the United States. The problem is, there's an old saying, Vladimir, you should know this. Talking, Putin listens to the show, that's why I call him Vladimir. Vladimir, <laughs> listen, listen to me, Vladimir. No, Vladimir, be careful when you fight monsters that you don't become one. In fighting the Illuminati, he's becoming the worst monster the world has ever seen. Yep. Be careful when you fight monsters that you don't become one. Do you ever think about that yourself? Because you're fighting the devil every day. So do you have to be cautious not to become evil? No, I'm too perfect for that, Danny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you do. I know you're joking. Yeah, no, seriously, yeah, you do, because sometimes I can become, uh, I can actually become a worse monster than the monster abusing me. I never thought about that before. I never heard that saying, but that's interesting. Yeah, that's why people mess with me. They mess at their own risk because they may yeah. encounter a monster worse than themselves. Can't help it. Too abused in life. Well, I can. I, I, I see. I kind of feel sorry for you. It's like uh, that that movie where that boy had to take the ring and throw it in the volcano, and uh, yeah. he was becoming evil. More, the longer he carried the ring, the more evil he became. And when it came time to put the the ring in the lava, he didn't want to do it. He wanted to be a part of the evil. Wow. Well, that's a a warning, but. Uh, I don't want to be part of evil. I'm not. It's not an excuse, but you go through a lot of abuse. It's not an abuse excuse. It's just you gotta you gotta understand yourself from God and then overcome it. Uh-huh. You gotta be an overcomer in life, Denny. Whatever your problem is in life, whether it's it's abuse and personality disorder, whether it's alcoholism, drug abuse, lust, pornography. Hatred, unforgiveness, we must be overcomers. And Jesus, it said right in the Gospel of John, first chapter, verse 12. See, I can quote verses and stuff if I want sometimes. But it says, to all to receive Jesus, he has given them power to become a son of God, even as he was. So the power is in us to overcome. God has given us power to overcome any problem, anything in our life. So we really don't have an excuse. But in some situations, like deep damage, psychological abuse, sexual abuse as children, 
it takes some time with God to to understand what's happening, and then you can overcome it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like like some girl may find herself attracted to other girls, and it takes some time to understand why. Uh, a lot of factors. You know, people are born that way to uh, born this way. Like Lady Gaga sings. Well, a lot of a lot of people in the womb, if they've been abused, I mean, if their parent, their mother did a lot of drugs, chemicals, uh, glyphosate, drugs, everything, it can affect the hormone levels. And then they could be abused by an older relative or an aunt or an uncle or a family member, a female, and then they tend to become drawn to the opposite sex. Or then they're yeah. with a guy that's a lying, cheating, violent monster, and then it pushes them even further. But when you understand these things, then you can, with God's help, overcome these things. So that's what I have to watch with myself, Danny. I have to watch when people start abusing me and starting to which they do and get really nasty. I have to be careful that I don't become a worse monster than they are. Because I can yeah. be. <laughs> yes, yeah, I you can. Got, and... You got the most dangerous job of every Christian alive is leading the Church of Philadelphia. Well... Thank you, Danny. I don't know. It's 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 tough. It's but hey, it's I have it. What God has given me, everything I need to be Pastor Harry. So if I don't do it, I did something wrong. He's given me everything I need to be Pastor Harry. He's given me very good friends. He's given me you, Misty, several others. <laughs> yeah, Paul. Uh, a lot of people. So. I mean, it's not, I don't have an excuse, but it takes a little it, it takes a little time for me to be the pastor Harry God wants me to be. Yeah. And in the in the process, we'll win the Bible Code Lottery, you know? We will, and we're going to build this church of Philadelphia, and as the world's collapsing slowly on itself, God's going to raise up a great light, the church of Philadelphia, a church that walks in the spirit of God. It has the, the love and truth of God. It has the power of God. And it won't live, be here long, but it's going to be a great flash of light, and the call will go out. And I believe at least 144,000 people, mostly Christians, some that weren't, they fell away or they turned from, they will respond to the call, and they will become the Church of Philadelphia. And they'll be taken in the first of two raptures. So that's what we build, and look, that's our vision. And God said, without a vision, my people perish. So that's our vision. And, hey, we're still hanging in there, Danny. Started the show in 2008. It's 2022. Hey, we're still here. Satan tried everything and anything he could do. But we're still here, and we still have our vision, and we're still trying our best to build the Church of Philadelphia. And even Putin, nothing can, Jesus said, even the gates of hell cannot prevail. Nothing will stop the Church of Philadelphia as long as we want to do God's will. It will happen. And with that said, God bless. Good night and take care.